0: Yo, yo, what up, though? It's your boy, Street Coder Nate, and welcome back to the Street Coders podcast. It is Wednesday, December 20-something, and we are here, December 29th, and we are here at the end of 2021, beginning 2022, very, very soon. Today, I want to talk to you about being yourself, being comfortable with being yourself and i'm gonna give some historical background and then we are gonna tie it all together with some lessons in the end all right so here's my story uh back in let's see middle school elementary school high school i didn't do many things outside of being a badass kid like in the streets and shit but also like i studied a lot i stayed away from drugs and alcohol I was just naturally high, naturally drunk, naturally lit. That's what I would tell my friends. They'd be like, you trying to come to this party? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm about to go study. I'm about to go uh, work out. I'm about to go hoop, sky zone, whatever. And niggas would be like, yo, bro, when do you have fun? And for real, for a long time, I'm like, in my head thinking like, I am having fun, you know? Like, this is very enjoyable. And so in high school, I mean, I didn't really let people get in my head because one, high school, seeing my current situation, living at home and stuff, I'm like, look, I gotta do whatever I gotta do to get out this joint. And I mean, I saw people all the time, you know, smoke weed, drinking uh, alcohol and shit. And I just be like, and I and I see them like, slow down and whatnot. And so for me being in the, uh, adopted, and going through all the depression that I was going through with the lack of support that I had, I'm like, maybe I don't need to be doing that stuff or picking up any more distractions in my life right now. So in high school, I stuck away from all of that. Um, I think I took a sip of alcohol when I was like a a senior. I went to my first party when I was a senior because we had a powder puff game. And uh, after we won that powder puff game, and so afterwards, one of my uh, one of my friends in high school uh, threw this party at his parents' crib on the beach, Lake Michigan. So I'm like, shit, and you know I ain't never been to a, a house party like on the beach, like, and it's just all high school people. Granted, I mean I wasn't really cool with most people in my high school. Like I, I went to Hood Elementary School, Hood Middle School, and then I went to this uh, super white prestigious uh, school. For for uh, high school, so most of my friends though lived in the hood. I ain't really befriend most of <laughs> most of the people in my high school. I ain't befriend like a lot of people. I only befriend to, like most of the black girls, uh, some of the minority people who was cool, but otherwise, like I just was. I was on my own shit. Went to that school just to like do what I needed to do leave and i go hang out in the hood afterwards or go to the library and study and shit like that was me uh high school but i had this opportunity to go to a party and i said you know what fuck it i ain't ever been to a party always turn these motherfuckers down let me see how the white boys turn up (laughs) so i mean i caught a ride out to the uh to the uh what is it to the party on my friends nick he was cool he went to college with me too nick that's my man, Nick Maternowski, cool-ass white boy, for real, for real. But um, he gave me a ride out there. This was, like, one of his first parties, too. Um, we went, you know, saw what I saw, people turning up, people drinking, uh, smoking, doing whatever type of drugs white people do in high school. And, I mean, honestly, I was more shocked that the house was that damn big And that their parents wasn't home. And and like like I kept I was walking up and down the stairs, like, damn, how many damn rooms in this bitch? Like, shit, the guy was sleeping on the floor for most of my like kid life. So I'm thinking, like, niggas got a house like this, ain't nobody living in it. They could just come here whenever they want to. well these motherfuckers is rich. That's what's going in my head. While everybody turning up, I'm in here in this bitch analyzing their house, walking around, like taking notes. I should have took notes on shit i should have took but you know by that time I, I left that thievery shit alone so i was cool i was just trying to vibe and see what was wrong like see what was uh, around and shit all right so i mean i ended up leaving that party pretty early um like i said i took my first shot uh alcohol that shit was gross uh i don't think i took a shot i think i took like a sip like i said earlier that shit was real gross to me i ain't really fuck with that shit So, you know, I mean, that was what earlier on Powder Puffs. I think that was like fall of my senior year. I didn't go to any more parties after that until college. And, uh, but the thing about college is I didn't really want to go to parties. Like, and like, let me go back to high school. High school, I, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed studying, I enjoyed working out, I enjoyed just kicking it with my homeboys, talking shit, hooping going to go do stuff, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening to music without any alcohol or weed or any of that shit, so, I mean, I thought I was pretty cool, like, myself, I mean, people really kind of fucked with me, um, I was pretty known in the city, I played basketball, I worked at Sky Zone. I worked at Pizza Hut in the hood, everybody kind of fucked with me, for real, for real, I was real cool, but, um, the thing is, like, when I went to college though, that like I felt lame. Like I, I felt very lame because I was coming from a city where I felt like so many people knew me. And then I went to University of Michigan where there was 40,000 students and nobody really knew me. Like what, it was only what, 10, 10 to 15 students of my high school uh, got into University of Michigan and went to University of Michigan of them 10 to 15 students I only was cool with like two people like two people out of it maybe even one I'm trying to say two because I don't oh yeah Nick okay yeah Nick Maternowski and Asia like I was cool with them but other than that like I ain't really was like mess mess with nobody from my high school when I was at the university and so I mean I went to this uh, program called the bridge program right before um it, it was a program that gave you an a full-on semester, summer semester, right before you started your fall semester as a freshman. So this was like a cool little primer, if you will, a bridge from high school to college for you know minority students and shit. And the thing is, is like, I didn't have to go, but I got into some trouble right before um, I graduated high school and I had the detectives on me. So I had to... Get out the city for real, for real. And so I ended up going to college a semester early. Um, they gave me a choice if I wanted to go. They said, Your grades are great, but you know, you come from a, a background where y'all ain't really got money, um, this, that, and the other. So this program could really like help you out and stuff. So I was my mom, like, hell no, my homeboy Corey finna go to the uh army. I ain't finna see him in I don't know how long. All my people finna be gone. Friends about to go all over the country to different um, schools. I'm trying to stay at home and chill. But the smart thing to do was to get out the city, especially um, after uh, the jar- the charges was dropped. I'm like, yeah, let me not try to pick up any more charges over this summer. I just feel like it was going to be a hot summer that summer. I ain't had school. I ain't had high school for I ain't had high school or I wasn't in upper bound for that summer. I'm like, yeah, my ass need to be in something or else I'm going to be in something, if you feel me. So, I mean, I ended up going to the bridge program and that's when things really started in my eyes. That's, that's when I started losing myself and the bridge program is like, I was chilling in my room, studying and shit. I'd be, um, just reading books, working out, same shit I was on in high school, go kick it in Asia room here and there. But, you know, for some reason God blessed me with like this cool like person energy mentality I don't know what it is like I'm a whole nerd but I got this cool nigga vibe to me as well and so in college like people picked up on that cool nigga vibe and be like bro why you not going to these parties like you know the alphas and the capas was throwing parties all summer long and I'm like i'm not really trying to fuck with that shit i'm here to get an education like i'm here to to get my degree and i'm bouncing like i was pretty much on the same shit i was trying to be on the same shit that i was in high school like this is school i'm here to get a damn degree i ain't here to turn up but you know like they kept badgering me more and the thing is it wasn't like how they was badgering me at high school or how they was badgering me like my friends outside of my high school like In high school, it was white people like Nick come turn up, and I'm like, it's easy to turn down a white person. I don't really mean (laughs) I fuck with white people, but like through you know racist racism and shit, it's just real easy to turn down a white person's offer. But uh, versus like my friends outside of school, like they was in the hood and shit, like they 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 was turning up all the time, just hooping. This that and the other. They wasn't really in school, so when they was telling me to turn up, I'm like, okay, we got two different lives. Like, I can't really turn up with y'all, cause like y'all gonna go very far, and I gotta still go back home and and, and, and study and shit. So I didn't. So it was very easy to turn that shit down there and, and um, in high school. But when I got to college, it was like, oh, these are black people, shit from Detroit, from Chicago, from shit from rap that I ain't know yet, and it was just like they was cool. They was cool people who who had their work done, who who was like top of the class and stuff. And they was like, Nate, you can turn up. It's cool. Like you can have some fun here and there. And don't get me wrong, you definitely can have fun and um and do your work. Cause I mean, I did that. Like so, after a minute, I mean, I, I gave in. I gave. Then I didn't give in very easily. Like these niggas would come to my door, knock on my door, bring bring some chicks by, bring all types of things by to try to get me out my room. And like, at first I was not going, I'm like, bro, I'm not going, like I'm studying today, I'm working out, I'm chilling, I'm reading my book, I'm coding. I wasn't coding that yet, I wasn't coding yet, but I was still fascinated with technology. So I was playing around with my um, Surface book. One of my, the chicks I was messing with at the time bought me a a Surface Pro with the pencil on it and I ain't need nothing else like I was so happy like I was so fucking happy so I was like you know what I really don't need anything bro like I'm good I'm playing on my surface and I'm like doing this and that and the other oh and then I learned how to like download uh video games to my surface so I was really in that shit like having some fun by, my, by myself I was enjoying that shit so much but like I said, they kept knocking on my door, like, Nate, come on, you being lame. You're gonna spend your whole college life in the in the crib, this, that, and the other. So you know what? I'm like, bet, I'm gonna start hanging out more. That's what I did. I started hanging out. I I went to a couple like clubs and stuff, um with some of my friends from Bridge, and it was smooth. Like, don't get me wrong, it was smooth, but uh, it was just like, it was I like it's not something I do all the time. Like, but then I started liking it after a minute, and I was like, "Okay, this is kind of cool. The music, the dancing, the twerking. I catch something here and there. The girls giving me some attention. It's kind of smooth." So that's what I did all over Bridge. Granted, I didn't smoke or drink yet. And then I just kept going through college. You know, I joined the I joined the fraternity, became my alpha. Uh, and that's when a lot of things changed because I, I got exposed to more at that point. I got exposed to more people who were smart, but who was also, like, smoking weed, who was also drinking, who was also messing with so many women and stuff at the time. And, you know, shit. In college, I think by the time I got to college, I only had, like, a, I think, like, a four-person body count. Four to five. Mm, four. I'm, I'm a. going to say I could count on both hands how many people... I had sex with prior to college. But when I got exposed to all that shit, it was just like, whoa. Like, I I went on a rant. Like, I started drinking. I started smoking. I started fucking, like, a lot. And for real, for real, I became this whole new person in a way that, I mean, for real, for real, I didn't really recognize. And, um, like, by my senior year, I was really, like, in that shit, like, or drinking every day, smoking every day, like turning up as much as I could, like women in the crib, I had a contest with some of my frat brothers, like how many girls we could hit, how many uh unique individuals we could hit throughout the throughout one week, like shit was wild like it was it was different, but whole time, like when I was messing around and I was messing with these women and I was messing up their hearts and shit like whole time I was feeling bad inside. Like they didn't believe me when I was telling them, like, I don't like fucking you over, but for some reason I keep fucking you over and it's making me feel horrible inside. And I mean, I I pay attention to the things I say and I pay attention to the way I feel. So, I mean, through college, it was just like fucking, I mean, shit, the woman's just going to keep messing with me. I'm just going to keep doing this shit. Fuck it. I fix it when I get out of college. And so, I mean, I got out of college and shit, and the thing is, it was like I was still drinking, I was still smoking, but I didn't really find a reason to do that. Like, there was really no reason for me to be drinking and smoking, other than the fact that I was out of college and I was around more people who was also drinking and smoking, people from uh, who graduated from Syracuse, who graduated from University of Florida, who graduated from Morehouse and stuff. They be turning up every day, cause shit, we all out of college and shit, like we all chilling. Um, Got a nice job. I was making 85 bands right out of college, but a 10K sign-on bonus. That's like 95 bands right away from somebody who ain't never had shit. So that was a magnificent. I had extra cheese to save, to 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 buy shit all the time, to turn up with. It was smooth. It was really smooth for real, for real. But um, like I said, like I, I just started feeling weird. Like maybe I should cut back on the amount of weed I'm smoking. Maybe I should cut back on how I'm drinking, how I'm treating these women. And for real, I went through, I mean, we are gonna fast forward through through the time I was in Dallas and stuff. I smoked from my senior year in college all the way up until like last week is when I finally became back comfortable with my sober self. It's been about four years, of, three to four years of me just like, in my eyes, being someone else. Like I wasn't, I let people in my head And I allowed them to, you know, tell me that what I was doing was wrong. Um, They told me that, like, what if you died tomorrow? Would you be satisfied? And honestly, shit, yes. Like, I was having an amazing ass time, like, studying and understanding just the different shit that God put on this earth for us to try to understand. And so it took me years after college to finally realize that to get to go through the spiritual awakening to finally, like realize like the person that i actually want to be is the person that i was in high school like but you know a more upgraded version because of the things i seen but for real for real who i wanted to be was who i was in high school i wanted to be back sober nate i wanted to be so happy without weed and alcohol i didn't want to be spending so much money on those shits like honestly over the last 10 or over the last three to four years, I probably spent about 10 to 15 bands on weed alcohol alone. And really when I do the math, I, I just realized like that shit don't, that shit don't add up. Like I wasn't really even enjoying that shit. And after a minute, like smoking started fucking up my lungs and my lungs started hurting a lot. And I'm just like, bro, I don't even like smoking like that, but I'm smoking every single day. You know, it becomes a habit and then it becomes an addiction. So I had to break the addiction. The thing is I found out I had the addiction like two years ago. So I'm working for about two years trying to break an addiction, being around people who smoking and drinking every single day. Who when I tell them I'm about to stop smoking, I'm about to stop drinking, they laugh at me and shit. But on some real just like. I had to realize who I was, what I was trying to do and who I was trying to become. Like I was trying to become back to Nate, the sober Nate, the one that could live life without that other shit. And so today, I mean, I finally got back here. Like last week, like I said, I, well, for about two years I've been cleaning out. I had to first clean out the trauma that was bringing me to think that I needed that shit. Cause at first, you know, I was just smoking and drinking cause it was fun. but once I realized you can trauma bond with those um those those uh, materials, I was just like, I, I I would use them all the time for my trauma. So attaching trauma to those uh those devices was very very uh significant in keeping me in using those uh devices. So what I had to do was heal my trauma. So God made me, you know, meditating shit made me uh, just talk to individuals in my past that I did wrong, uh, people who did me wrong, just cleaning up a lot of my mental space. And I will say, finally, I got to a point where I was just like, okay, I don't need this shit no more. And I'll take breaks for months. I'll take breaks for weeks. And then I just keep coming back and forth. Um, but really it was, it was the fact that when I found who I really wanted to be, like, I really wanted to be myself. Like, I really wanted to just go back to studying as much as I, stu- as I much, I really wanted to go back to studying as much as I used to study. I wanted to go back to turning up without alcohol. I wanted to go back to just being so happy without weed. Like I wanted all of that. And so I had to go clean that out. And that's what I, that's what I did. I cleaned all that other shit out. And then now I'm back to who I am. and, it's a journey, to, it was a journey, like what I say, three, four year journey to get back to this point, but I'm comfortable and I will never let anybody else get in my head. I really feel like the last few years just been like me going and being somebody else. I wasn't me. I was who this world wanted me to be. I was who my friends in college wanted me to be. I was who my friends in high school wanted me to be. The thing is, people are gonna see how dope you are they're going to see how strong you are, and they're going to try to deter you from from being you. Like, shit, even some of my frat brothers would see me work real, real hard on certain projects and shit or try to become, like, working hard to become an entrepreneur every single time. They'd just be like, bro, you're working too hard. Not trying to understand who I was or what I was doing. What they was doing was projecting their own self onto me. And I had to realize that's, that's what was happening this whole time. That because I wasn't comfortable with myself, I was allowing other people's projections of themselves to become who I was. And I was becoming them. And I was becoming lost. And I was starting to do things that I didn't really want to do. Like, fuck over women. I hated fucking over women. Now, it's like, I mean, I talk to multiple women, but I'm very honest with them. Like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't have sex often. Uh, I want a vibe. If I do have sex, it's going to be with a condom. Like... It's just, like, I'm, like, straight up with it. But in college, I was lying here and there. Yeah, I'd be in a relationship with you, uh, having raw sex, like... All that stupid shit, for real, for real, that I didn't even believe in. Like, I always believed in wearing condoms and shit, like, always, <laughs> unless she was my wife. Like, I told people that in high school and middle school and shit, like, I'm always going to wear a condom until I meet my wife. So, it was just a lot of things that I just let go. I really, when I tell you, lost myself, but I, I just thank God every single day that, like, he allowed me to come back and find myself. And that's where i really willing to connect this to. Like, y'all need to first realize who y'all are right now are you the are you yourself are you the self that you want to be and then if when you realize that you're not the self that you want to be what self do you want to be what do you want yourself to look like what do you want yourself to sound like what do you want to walk like what do you want to talk like what do you want to feel like you need to know this because if you do not know this other people are going to come in and make you them. They're gonna make you whatever they want you to be. And you need, and that's, that's honestly, that's 99% of this world. 99% of this world is ran by 1% of people. They put, they control the media, they control, which is the biggest part of everything. Like, you know, when Michael X said, "You if you wanna control a person, control the media. And that's exactly what's happening. Like, it's so much important shit going on in this world, but every single time something important goes on, like uh the media snatches a snatches people attention and be like oh you thought that was important but this is way more important right here and then it'd be some bullshit and it's just like bro like as a as a individuals who continuously awaken it is just like i can see y'all bullshit and then i can see the people falling for the bullshit and the thing is, is like I could see my I could see my old self falling for the bullshit. I don't even like to get on Instagram and uh, Facebook like that no more because I just understand so many traps are there to take my mind. And even though I know that there are traps, they will still take my mind. It's wild. So when I tell you, you need to know who you are. You gotta know who you are in this world, or else the world will snatch you up quickly, like quick as fuck, and it's just it's not worth it now let's fast forward back to today uh to who i am today and here i am just you know i woke up this morning next to a chick she was a a smooth chick looked beautiful and everything went over a crib yesterday and i was hanging out with her but i wasn't in like i'm just not in the mood to have sex i'm just in the mood to chill with people you know do my thing But then I woke up, we fell asleep around 11.30. I woke up around 3.30, like I do every day, 3.30, 4 o'clock. And I'm just sitting there in the bed like, do I try to force myself back to sleep? Because, you know, I'm sleeping next to this chick. My first time really sleeping next to somebody uh, since I've been back home outside my crib. So I'm like not really sleep next to it. Do I force myself back to sleep? But I want to get up and start making these podcasts. My meditation, do my workout. But I'm like, you know, like that was all going through my head. And then I'm just hearing God say, "Just listen to me. Just listen to me. Get up. I promise you, everything is going to be smooth." So like, that's what I did. I got up. Didn't know what time it was. Just got up, put my clothes on, just that and the other. And I'm about to head out. Just that and the other. I, Grab my phone. I see that it's only three thirty. I'm like, damn, God, you're funny as fuck. But yeah, I'm thinking it's like six, seven. But it's three thirty a.m. And the thing is, I'm telling God, I want to wake up at three thirty every day. I want to get my podcast out the way. I want to get my workout out the way. I want to get my meditations out the way, and then eat an apple at the same time before six o'clock. Or my thing, I want to do it before 6 o'clock type shit. But you know, it's a little late today. But we cool. We cool uh social media is stole about 30 minutes of my time this morning. But I'm, I'm still working. I'm still working. But like what I'm getting at is I finally I'm fin- i I I see that I'm finally back to my confident self. I'm back to myself who know that I want to wake up and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go do what I need to do in the morning. I'm not going to allow the pressure of this woman who's next to me to keep me in this bed even though like i probably want to be next to her and all of this shit like and all the all, what i really want to do is be disciplined be be consistent with the things that i do and so guys, like well here's your chance to be consistent and disciplined get up and and get your cell phone and head back to the crib and do your thing so that's what i did and i mean this is a daily workout y'all when you lose yourself and you're trying to get back to who you wanna be or get get to the person that you want to be, it's a fucking workout. It's a decision. Every single move is a decision that you have to make. Um and I I mean, I really wanted to come back to the crib and like lay down and shit when I saw my bed and that bitch was made up and everything because I ain't slept in it all night. And I'm like, man, I'd be nice to just sleep in the bed. But instead, use the bathroom, social media stole 30 minutes of my time, then I meditated and hopped right onto my podcast. It's like, you gotta know who you are. I'm a creator, I'm a efficient person, I'm a, I'm dope. And I know that, but the world will try to make me feel, and has tried to make me feel multiple times, less than a human, um, incapable of doing all things like god told me i was capable of doing all things like the world steals that from you when you're born you're born into sin you're born into the lies of this world you're born into the shackles of this world and it's up to you to make those decisions to break free of those shackles it's up to you to break it's up to you to put up your your guard and make sure that you don't change who you are but you just become you know, you, you, you recognize who they are. You see what they're doing. You hear what they're saying, but you don't become them. You don't do the things that they do. You stay true. You stay true to you. You always do you. No matter what nobody is saying, no matter how they making you, trying to make you feel, you stay strong. You stay one with yourself. I promise you everything will be all right in the end. People are going to respect you for being authentic. People are going to respect you for being real. I seen some people like turn down weed and I'll be like, and the thing is I don't judge them. i would be like, okay, cool, cool. You ain't going to smoke? Cool. And then I'm like, why do I feel weird when I turn down weed? Like somebody judging me or something. And if they are judging me, it's like maybe I don't need to be hanging out with them and shit. So like for real, for real, it's time for us to start thinking, thinking deeply about just life for real for real about being yourself and about the people that you keep around you make sure you keep in company of the people who remind you of who you are not who they want you to be you need to be you not anybody else this world works off of authenticity the universe is authentic you are the universe you have it inside of you the universe knows when you're lying to yourself because it's you Therefore, it's not going. the world isn't going to work for you until you start becoming who you actually are. Remember, this is your world. Be you. Don't let nobody steal who you are. I'm going to leave y'all with that. Get with me tomorrow. We're going to have another good conversation. But remember, daily practice of being you. Stay true. Peace.